Epistle today is Romans 12. Live in harmony with one another. Do not be haughty. Means arrogant. Do not be haughty with one another, but associate with the lowly. Never be conceited. Repay no one evil for evil, but take thought for what is noble in the sight of all. If possible, so far as it depends upon you, live peaceably with all. Beloved, never avenge yourselves, but leave it to the wrath of God. For it is written, Vengeance is mine, I will repay, says the Lord. No, if your enemy is hungry, feed him. If he is thirsty, give him drink. By doing so, you will heap burning coals upon his head. Do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. Let's take that last verse. Do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. We've got two major evils in the world and in the church today. Communism and modernism. So let's paraphrase. Do not be overcome by modernism, but overcome modernism with good. And how do you do that? How do you overcome modernism with good? By believing and living the deposit of faith. You can't believe it and you can't live it unless you consume it. So ways to consume the deposit of faith? A basic, simple way to do it is to piously meditate on the rosary mysteries. It contains all of the deposit of faith, all those mysteries of the rosary. By consuming your Bibles and consuming your catechisms daily and prayerfully thinking about what's contained in them. It's called meditation. You have to equip yourself to overcome the evil of modernism with the good of the deposit of faith. Gospel today is Matthew 8. When Jesus came down from the mountain, great crowds followed him. Jesus didn't embrace the great crowds until after the mountain, after coming down from the mountain. What was he doing on the mountain? He was intimately giving the deposit of faith to his apostles. We got to be on the mountain consuming intimately, prayerfully, the deposit of faith before we can come down and deal with the great crowds, the hordes and hordes of people that don't know Christ and his church. But first you've got to spend the mountain time consuming the deposit of faith. Again, when Jesus came down from the mountain, great crowds followed him. Behold, a leopard came to him, knelt before him, saying, Lord, if you will, you can make me clean. And he stretched out his hand and touched him, saying, I will be clean. And immediately the leprosy was cleansed. And Jesus said to him, See that you say nothing to anyone, but go show yourself to the priest and offer the gift that Moses commanded for a proof to the people. You can see here the sacrament of confession. Somebody repents of their mortal sin, and they get with Jesus and repent. And what does he say to him? You're forgiven. Now go show yourself to the priest. Got to make a good sacramental confession to get out of mortal sin. 
That's how Jesus set it up. Gospel goes on. As he entered Capernaum, a centurion came toward him, begging him, saying, Lord, my servant is lying paralyzed at home in terrible distress. Jesus said to him, I will come and heal him. But the centurion answered him, Lord, I am not worthy to have you come under my roof, but only say the word, and my servant will be healed. For I am a man under authority, with soldiers under me. I say to one, go, and he goes. To another, come, and he comes. To my slave, do this, and he does it. When Jesus heard him, he marveled and said to those who followed him, Truly, I say to you, not even in Israel have I found such faith. I tell you, many will come from east and west and sit at table with Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob in the kingdom of heaven, while the sons of the kingdom will be thrown out into utter darkness. There men will weep and gnash their teeth. And to the centurion, Jesus said, Go, let it be done for you as you have believed. And the servant was healed at that very moment. Very frightening verse there. The sons of the kingdom will be thrown out into outer darkness. There men will weep and gnash their teeth. Sons of the kingdom. Baptized people can go to hell. Your baptism doesn't guarantee you're getting into heaven. It makes you an adopted child of God. You have a chance to get to heaven now. To persevere in the state of sanctifying grace. Cooperate with the Holy Spirit in your sanctification. Hell is real. It's certainly not empty. It's full of baptized Catholics. And Catholics have the absolute worst painful place in hell. Because they had it all. And they threw it away. Baltimore Catechism. One question today. Why did Jesus institute the Holy Eucharist? It's going to give us six reasons here. This is one of the most useful things to meditate in the Baltimore Catechism, this question 251, these six points here. Why did Jesus institute the Holy Eucharist? Number one, to unite us to himself, nourish our souls with his divine life. Two, to increase sanctifying grace and all virtues in our soul. Three, to lessen our evil inclinations. Four, to be a pledge of everlasting life. Five, to fit our bodies for a glorious resurrection. Six, to continue the sacrifice of the cross in his church. That's an excellent one to uh, memorize and meditate on often. Latin today said, Libera nos e malo, but deliver us from evil. In this petition, we ask God's protection from evil spirits. Said, Libera nos e malo, but deliver us from evil.